Hi, I'm Toby. And I'm Nick. And welcome to the Pure Property Podcast with Track Capital, where we talk about all things property and property investment. The aim of the podcast is to give you bite-sized chunks of our industry insight and knowledge to help investors invest intelligently. And this week, we've got an exciting episode, and this is another in our series of Meet the Developer. So this week, we have Dan from De Trafford on the podcast, and De Trafford is a developer that is building sustainable and innovative contemporary living spaces in the UK's most exciting city, and that is Manchester. Okay, good stuff. So yeah, what we're going to look at today then is a bit about Dan himself, personally, his background, uh, how De Trafford operates and their general business model, you know, what sort of projects they like, don't like, what are their plans for their future, so their vision, and also, you know, how things are going in the current market. We know it's very, very busy at the moment, so it'd be good to get Dan and De Trafford's insight into how they're operating um, and then also another a, a big factor is how they might be a bit different from other developers out there. And um, we all know there's there's plenty out there, some better than others. So it should be really exciting for uh, for our listeners to hear about De Trafford and, and what their plans are going forward. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So first of all, welcome, Dan. How, how are you? How you been? I'm really well. Thank you for having me on. No, no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, we're excited to have you on. As I said, it's the second developer in this sort of uh, series that we're looking to do. And it's quite interesting, actually. The last uh, developer that we had on, their main focus was Birmingham, for example. They do, they deal elsewhere, but mainly had a, a foothold in Birmingham. And it, it's quite good that uh, De Trafford this time, their sort of main focus is Manchester. So that's going to be really good to to have um, sort of contrast and, and have a difference. So, Dan, why don't you tell us a bit about your background and your role at the Trafford. Okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, again, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, there's, there's some really, really good points that we can run through to today. Um, my my background um, really consists of um, the uh, estate agency side of, of of the business, as well as as well as investments across off plan projects within our portfolio. Um, and in terms of where I have been placed over the last 10 to 15 years, it's predominantly across the, the UK, internationally as well, overseas in the, in the UAE, um, and as well as dealing with um, multiple clients, businesses across um, Southeast Asia as well. Um, so I have been with the Trafford for the last three years. And um, we work very closely with our um, our team, our project management team, as well as the wider sales team. Um, I know that Nick Toby, you mentioned at the start that um, we are a you know a, a sustainable developer as well. So we're, we 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 very much look at um, how we can. Uh, better our sustain sustainability strategy across all of our projects. Uh, my role here is to to head up the sales side of the business as well as the business development. Um, so there's there's two aspects to to my role really to expand the network that I I work with um, and also to manage the, the wider sales team and really just to ensure that the sales numbers are exactly where they need to be across the schemes um, on a weekly and monthly basis. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's a great introduction and obviously good to know you've, you know, you've been working in the property market for a while, got exposure to lots of different geographical markets or had exposure. So I'm sure that's helpful given our, you know, general client basis from, uh, from all around the world. Um, okay, perfect. So moving on to actually De Trafford as a business then, obviously, as you know, we predominantly work with different developers in different regions across the UK. Um, so often we're describing to our investors, um, you know, how one developer operates, what's good about them, why that might be more advantageous to partner with them on a specific project, et cetera, et cetera. So do you mind just giving us a brief overview of the Trafford um, in terms of how they may compare to other developers on the market, or if there's anything you think that's particularly unique about the Trafford? Yeah, of course, of course. And this is quite an exciting point for me because it, it, what what we are doing as as a business and the projects that we are are creating uh, are, are very different to, to or we believe anyway to, to our competitors within the marketplace and each of our projects has their own story as well um so i think the big thing thing for us is that we are creating a community within one particular area of manchester which is the castlefield area um, and th- this particular area consists of a seven-phase master scheme. Now, we have already completed on phase two of the master scheme, phase three and four, which will complete up until, well, which will complete between now and the end of summer 2021, um, with phases five, six, and seven to follow. And actually, phase five is under construction as we speak which is um, the demolition has now finished with the site clearance so uh, it's important to note that we we, we are building a community and we're, we're giving back to the residents and we really want to bring them together and that's the concept that we are creating as a developer um, in terms of why we believe I suppose again just to elaborate a little bit more on why we feel we are different to our competitors is that we have a design team that that travels to different parts of of Europe um, and picks out certain materials um, and certain... uh, So we have a design team that picks out certain materials and they look at different ways that we can be even more sustainable um, within the projects that we are creating, uh, which again is a, a really good USP for for us, yeah. So that's 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 really just a bit as to why we believe or why I believe that we are quite different to the rest. Yeah, perfect. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why we like obviously working with De Trafford because some developers can be a bit more just about the bottom line. You know, how much can they squeeze out of a scheme, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So to hear that developers, you know going to those extra lengths to source those specific materials, you know, get inspiration from uh, other um, potential um, countries, et cetera, et cetera, really makes a difference. And now with people being a bit more ethical about their investment, you know, it's certainly on coming on the top of people's uh, agenda, so to speak. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, again, De Trafford is, from from my point of view, when, when talking to clients, I like it because it is different just to your normal run-of-the-mill 
buy-to-let investments in and around Manchester. I mean, one of the the, the words that I like to use quite often is it's it's perceived as more of a, a premium. Um, you do definitely get good finishings, uh, the attention to detail, the look, the style, the spec, everything like that for me in terms of not only a property, but as an investment it is definitely up there um, with one of the top uh, ones that we deal with. So I'm always confident when pitching that to an investor and also the track record and the developments that the Trafford have done previously. It also has a great sense of confidence uh, with it when sort of talking to an investor and introducing them to them, which I think is excellent. And I think another question that I'd like to ask would be in terms of De Trafford and this year, how are things going in terms of the market? And is there sort of a, an exciting project that you currently have focus on at the moment? So from, from our side in terms of where things are going this year, again, it's a, it, it is an exciting year for us because I think I've mentioned at the start of, of this conversation that St. George's Gardens, one of our projects, phase two of our, our seven phase master scheme has completed, which is, you know, really, really fantastic news for, for, for us. Um, and it's quite satisfying to see that that project is, is now almost sold out. Uh, and the quality, the design, the materials are very similar to the likes of Number One Castlefield as well. Um, so the, with the upcoming projects, which will be City Gardens and Sky Gardens, next in line for completion, um, it then puts us in a, a really good position then to start thinking about the upcoming projects, the upcoming off-plan projects that we have in the pipeline that are, are due to launch. Um, so now we know things are moving along nicely with number one Castlefield and construction going in the right direction and foundations will be laid by, you know, by uh, J- July, August time. Um, uh, we can then start looking at launching the next one or two projects going into the first, well, Q4 into the first quarter of next year. So I can't release too many details at this point, um, but there will certainly be some further information around the projects that we do have upcoming um, for for later this year. Perfect. So some exciting stuff uh, happening on the agenda then. Um, and in just in terms of, say we were winding back a while, um, I know you've probably... Uh, been looking at these projects and analysing them, etc., for a number of years now. But if De Trafford are looking, you know, whether it's forward or based on your existing ones, when they're looking at a potential site and making plans for a project, etc., could you give the uh, listeners a feel of maybe what you would look for from a specific project or a location? You know, what really pushes the um, the buttons for De Trafford? I think for us as a developer, location is key, and it, uh, the location that we I suppose that we focus on is very much uh, an area of land that we can create a, a master plan on. So we, we we tend not to to look at pieces of land that only enables us to build one project. We would rather build anywhere from three, four to seven projects within one particular area. And it kind of comes back to who we are and what we're about and, and, and why we do differ from the rest and that we are building communities um, with the green space and the roof gardens. And, you know, we have a, a concept that we, we, we are still, still working on once our master plan 
is is all finished, which again allows the residents to come as one and and enter each other's projects and the amenities within. Um, so land is always something that we are on the lookout for, um, but it just has to be in the right location within an area that we can build a community on. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent and. The one sort of word to pick up on there, which I think is excellent, is is community. And again, it's another thing that I like. You you look to build a community, which to a purchaser, that shows the, the longevity and the view that you have in the project. You're not just whacking up one building and then moving on. You are looking at it as a long-term project, building a community. And also from a purchasing point of view, um, that's something that's very good because when you do build these communities, people stay longer. Um, when it comes to resale, it makes them sort of more valuable, more favorable. When renting a property as well, if they have a community feel, again, tenants are going to want to stay there longer. So I think that's um, an excellent ethos uh to have um and yeah one of the things that i do like about the trafford and their developments as well so talking about sort of community and projects etc uh, we know castlefield um is obviously in manchester and that is a big focus currently um for the trafford so can you tell us a little bit more about the area yeah of course of course and again the, the castlefield area for us it, it's very much um an area that has been upcoming for many years now um the, the, there are quite a, a few developments situated within um or alongside our master scheme within castlefield but they're, they're much older developments so we're very much we're very much a developer that has the majority of the new build projects now alongside the canal um which is a big selling point for this particular area so you've got easy access to the canal it's very very close to the local tram station cornbrook tram station which is only a, a couple of minutes uh, if not less from number one castlefield and a few minutes from where our other projects are in castlefield and um, it's easy access to the motorway links as well to the north and the south uh, which is very attractive for, for, for residents who just want that that the ease of being able to get up and out and in the car and on the motorway without the you know the the, the traffic that builds up within the inner part of the city, um, and it's very very close to um, the football stadiums as well, Manchester City, Manchester United. I'm definitely not a fan, um, but it is close by, <laughs> <laughs> um, and local to the universities as well, uh, and and again easy access to the transport hubs and a short walk into the city. So I think. The location itself is exactly what people are looking for at the moment. And we've actually found that we have had many, many purchases across all of our schemes that have lived in the inner parts of the city um, where the hustle and bustle of the you know, the restaurants and the bars and the students are. But it, after a while, it just gets a bit too busy and you can almost achieve a quieter life in Castlefield, but you still have all of the benefits of being able to access the things that you need to access. Um, so that is a, a really, really big selling point for, for us is, is the location linked with the quality of the products that we have um, and the story that each of our projects have as well. Yeah, perfect. And I think an ad kind of related to that point is 
what we've seen over the past 12 to 18 months, you know, people spending a bit more time at home, whether they're working from home, um, you know, they might want to see that that rooftop space, those better communal areas, those, uh, you know, more attractive uh, landscape gardens or rooftop gardens, etc. And I don't think you get, well, I know you don't get that on every, you know, scheme in the city centre. So I'm sure that's a nice bonus for people as well. Um, I mean, we've mentioned or you've touched on a couple of the projects there. Um, and then you mentioned that, you know, there might be a few on the horizon as well. But given where you guys are at, at the moment and what's potentially available to our investors, do you want to just give us a quick, you know, 30, 30 seconds, one minute overview of, you know, what your portfolio looks like and the, the type of products there? Uh, as I say, you don't have to go into great detail, but it'd be good just to get a very quick fly through of that. Yeah, of course, of course. So. As what we what we have access to at this moment in time, and again, it depends on whether or not it's you know the, an owner occupier or an investor looking for an immediate return, or is it an investor that's looking and quite happy and comfortable with the off-plan strategy of the longer-term investment to gain capital appreciation, and so on. But across the schemes, we have availability in St George's Gardens, uh, albeit there's only a small availability. Um, we have availability in City Gardens, which is due for completion in July of, the, of this year. And we have availability in Number One Castlefield across the one bedroom and two bedroom plots and also three bedrooms as well with the, the higher price points. Uh, and we have availability in Elizabeth Gardens, which is actually a project outside of the city in an area called Reddish Stockport, which is on the edge of the golf course with views into the city centre. Um, and what we have here are a selection of three bedroom townhouses, um, as well as three apartments that we have left in a converted mill. Um, so that's currently what we have access to. Albeit, albeit again, we have a further six schemes that are in the pipeline um, with launches to be announced, with availability also to be announced. So there's some really exciting schemes as we move into the end of this year into early 2022 that provide comp completion dates of from 2024 all the way up to 2028 so we've got a really 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 strong pipeline at the moment oh leave us on a cliffhanger there i thought you were going to start giving us some inside information about where these projects were but i suppose we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to wait for when they're made available and i'm sure um our investors and listeners will find out in due course and we're looking forward to that so um another question that we we, we like to ask um when speaking to sort of people in, in your position and um this would be good to hear from you as well because i know you've been in the property industry for a long time so are there any changes to the property industry and even the market that you think should happen where maybe did Trafford are leading the way or just that you think would would benefit the property industry? So I think from I think from our side that there isn't really any real changes that that, that we that we require or that we would like or the, the, anything that we're doing differently to to our, our competitors. Um, you know, we see many articles on a daily, weekly basis of of things that are potentially going to be changed and whether or not that's linked with ground rent issues, cladding issues and so on. Um, you know, but for us, we're, we're very much a developer that's in line with legislation, in line with the regulator. And actually, in some instances, we've, we have gone above and beyond with the ground rents and uh, and the reason I say that is because we know that the rental index, the regulator, 
um, it, it has provided a five-year review. Um, but for us, we have actually increased the majority of our schemes to 10 years. Um, and actually, what also sets us aside from our competitors is that the deposits that we can allow for um, in some cases are in line with the warranty cover that we have in place across our schemes. But a really attractive selling point for our investors is that we do have warranty cover which can go up to 20% across certain schemes as well. And it puts us in a position where we are um, able to almost protect the deposit over a period of time. Yes, that's that's I mean, that's really positive to hear. And for us, when we're, you know, reviewing what developers to work with, etc., things um, such as security, i.e. warranty protection, you know, fair charges, you know, when are these charges reviewed, etc., etc. It's all these little things that we look at and which really separates one developer from another. It's all right having an amazing product and, you know, uh, amazing images, good video, etc., etc. But you need the back end and the structure of the investment to be sound as well. Um, and I do think Trafford's got a really good balance of that. Um, so just going back to the the market side of things in general, Dan, would you say, or sorry, what would you say is your property price prediction maybe for the rest of the year and into 2022? Um, I know this is a question that Toby loves to ask everyone and puts them on the spot as we did at the uh, the start of the year. So yeah, it'd be good to get an established developer's insight on what they think is going to happen. Yeah, and it, it's, a, it's a valid point and it's a, it's, a, it's a point and it's a question that we're asked on a, on a regular basis, both you know, by by investors, existing clients, as well as the the wider team, and from our side, we 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 follow many of the we we follow many statistics within the the Manchester marketplace, as well as the rest of the UK. And Home Track is a is a big is a big platform that that we follow. And as it stands, uh, or as of today, we are tracking at six point eight percent. Um, which is, you know, up almost two, two point four percent pre-COVID or pre-lockdown. So we're in a very good position when it comes to the capital appreciation. If it continues on the way it is throughout the rest of the year, then it puts us in a very, very good position to then predict the pricing between the end of twenty twenty one all the way up to twenty twenty four. If we have our three year predict uh, predictions in place. And so we would like to think based on the pre-launch prices that we currently have across our off-plan schemes um, that we are hopeful of tracking upwards of um, of, of 20 to 21% over that period. But, that, but we're also having to take into account any, I suppose, reduction in appreciation over the next six to 12 months. Um, and even if we average out a circa 5% appreciation, then I'd like to think our price points are up 15%. And that's exactly where we believe the Manchester market is going and the UK for that matter. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, we've we've been very sort of optimistic with, with ours and just everything we've seen data wise and the way it's been going since the beginning of the year. It looks like we are definitely on point, maybe even to surpass what we had predicted. But it is quite interesting because Nick and I, uh, even at the end of last year, were sort of banging the drum to say, look, don't worry, the market's going to carry on. And we think it'll be positive. And 
a lot of the so-called experts and sort of your RICS surveyors or your nationwide and your banks, et cetera, were being very, very negative. And yeah, they were saying it would either just stagnate or even sort of decline. So it's, it's quite interesting to to see them eat their words now because they've definitely changed their tune. But yeah, fingers crossed it does carry on because obviously it's great for the economy and, and just obviously the property market in general. Um, but that, that's great then. So I think just to sort of sum up um, the, the episode, it'd be great just to get in a few sentences um, how you would sort of summarise the Trafford and why its properties would make a great investment for our listeners. Perfect. Okay, cool. Well, I think the answer to that for, from us is that we are we are a unique developer. We are creating communities within an area of, of Manchester city centre. We do have access to multiple off-plan schemes um, with fantastic quality and, and design features across the project. We have an attractive price point as well, um, based on pound per square foot in comparison to our, our local competitors. Fantastic deposit structures with the warranty cover, as mentioned earlier on, which is always important for, for many. Um, and we have we're we're in a position to be able to diversify across projects that are ready now for an immediate return, and projects that are ready in a few years time, um, which not only gains a capital appreciation, um, but also allows that particular investor to also look at further opportunities of properties that are uh, further away from the completion dates that are set across the scheme. So. Um, in summary, I would say that that's that's a, a quick a quick overview of uh, who we are. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I I think we haven't really touched on, and I think it's worth mentioning very briefly, is that uh, I think there is a, a you know an angle of exclusivity and and less market exposure on De Trafford stock as well. Um, I mean, as our internal team knows, Toby and Dan, you know, it's it's not a case or it's not a product or you know, with the traffic developments, you can't simply just, you know, openly advertise them. You don't see every other agent with their, with the these products for sale. You know, the traffic are very picky about who they use and, you know, who their product goes to. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it's worth mentioning that because sometimes you do see developments which are saturated and, you know, that can cause issues further down the line. So having that little angle of exclusivities, I think, is a really, really great point as well. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was really helpful. Um, any any sort of final comments at all, Dan? No, I think I think that's everything from from, from my side, really. It would be a good good opportunity to, 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 to come on to your your podcast again at, at, at some point to, to provide some further progress updates across the schemes. And hopefully when we do then get some further launches, then, you know, we can do that. We can do that together um, and go from there. Absolutely. Sounds good. Sounds good. So just for our listeners, then, um, obviously, if you're interested in reviewing any of De Trafford's products, and we highly, highly encourage you to, they've got fantastic marketing material. So great computer generated images, virtual tours, you know, videos of complete developments, etc. So you can really get a good look and feel of the product. Obviously, we can contact Dan as well, and we can get you face to face with De Trafford, have a look at some of their completed schemes and really get a, a feel for the company that you're potentially partnering with. So yeah, reach out to uh, Track Capital for that. So info at trackcapital.co.uk. Um, alternatively, you know, you can Google and go and type in De Trafford on, on um, search engine and, and go from there. And yeah, you should get a good feel of, of what they're all about.
Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us, Dan. Um, yeah, really appreciate that. Thank you very much, guys. Really nice to speak to you both. Cheers, guys. See you later. Take care.